Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio, it's the Grace Curley Show. we got to bring in a new voice, a young voice, a rising voice, Grace Curley. You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and the Spectator. Especially Grace, Grace, stand up. Here's the millennial with the mic, Grace Curley. Welcome back, everyone, to the Grace Curley Show. Okay, without further ado, I've been teasing this enough. It's the Delta cut being heard around the world. And by the world, I mean the inter- the interwebs. So a Delta, a Delta passenger, this is from Daily Mail, accuses airline of transporting... Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I typed in Delta. I typed in Delta Daily Mail, and I got an old story about illegal aliens that we talked about last week. This story is actually a Delta employee who was being accused of misgendering by a passenger. So a passenger was recording this employee. And I guess I have to assume because of the POV that we're getting from the camera that this trans activist thought that they were winning this argument or or thought that this was going to look good for them. This is for me... One of the tastiest things about the internet is that when you record something, when someone records something and they become the villain, and in their minds, you're realizing the real lack of self-awareness in this country, but also in the specific generation, generation activist. They never, ever in a million years could see anything from anyone else's perspective. So in their minds, the idea that they're the villain in this story is absurd, so absurd that they'll post these things trying to elicit sympathy from people. Look how I was mistreated. Look how I was misgendered. Look how I am the victim. And then it backfires. It backfires bigly. So let's take this cut, Jared, and then we'll talk about it. This is cut four. And what about when adults employ misgenders you intentionally? While she's talking, while he's talking, you're talking. You just misgendered me again. Okay. Multiple times. Gotcha. Both of you have. Sorry. Wasn't intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal, that's also. Well, okay. she did do it intentionally twice. I, I did talking not to do me it too. You said she, and then you said he. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, Ooh. I have Port Authority escort you out the building right this moment. If you want to play that game with me. Okay. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I'm good. I'll just put this on. Oh, and just like that. The tough guy or tough girl or tough. I, and again, I can't even see the person, so I don't know. The tough person is not so tough. There's a lot of people I don't mess with. And I don't mess with airline employees, even if they're not the nicest to me all the time. It's because I cannot imagine how thin my patience would be if I were dealing with people at an airport. Jared, you have to have a long rope. You have to have a really, really long fuse to be working at an airport. And like he pointed out, and good for him for saying three days before Christmas, you know what he was really trying to say? Do you want to bleep around and do you want to find out? Do you want to see where this can go? 
you don't I don't have to let you on this plane. FYI. Right. Would you like to it push it? Take, it doesn't take a lot from TSA to kick you off. So But how crazy that this trans activist yard thinks Yeah. I'm in the right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this I don't on the internet. Understand how someone can have so little self awareness. I'm gonna put this on the internet and I'm gonna look really, really cool. I- I'm gonna be the hero. It's like no. No, complaining about your pronouns, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you were so sensitive and you were so easily offended that this is going to ruin your day, but move along. Move along. People do this all the time, by the way. You know, people accidentally call. I've been called the wrong name more times. I don't correct people. I don't correct people on anything, Jared. Somebody could look at me, my sister's Alexander. Somebody could look at me and say, Alexandra, how you doing? So proud of you for graduating from Villanova. I'm not going to correct that person. In my mind, it's like, who cares? Because what, what a lot of these young activists don't understand is intent versus impact. Okay? Is the intention to hurt you? No. Most of the time, and you can use that, Jared, not just with this pronoun stuff that comes up all the time now, but with so many things in life. Yes, there's sometimes there's an, an element of ignorance, but for the most part, most people are trying to get on with their day. They're trying to do their jobs. They're trying to go home to their families. Their intent is not to offend you. Their intent is not to upset you. If that's the impact it's having, that might be a you problem. But that's not what their intention was. And like you said, I mean, the the amount of people that they talk to, see customers, see, deal with, they, they don't see, like, individual people after a point it's just okay customer hey what all right yeah it's just okay this they're not even paying attention to you necessarily because they got to fix whatever the problem is it's like okay what they're looking down at what seat it is or you know so they're just kind of going like you can't you can't expect to get royal treatment but but the uh, but the other part of it is like you just said you go okay so care so they're No, this Delta employee, he didn't set out to let me see how I can offend this person. Like Jared said, he's just going through the motions of, okay, who's next? I got to get through this. Probably a lot of people unhappy three days before Christmas with our current transportation secretary and all the crap that goes on at these airports. I imagine he's dealing with a lot of less than uh, merry customers. So to Jared's point, he's just going through. But when you when you look at it from the perspective of this activist, and this is part of the problem, is that a lot of people... And I should keep saying the younger generation because I know plenty of Gen Zers who are great and who are tough and strong and smart. But what I'm noticing is it's this idea of everyone's out to get me. Everyone's out to get me. It's a giant chip on the shoulder. Everyone's mission is to try to offend me and it's me against the world. And it's like, no, like Jared said, this guy's just trying to get through. This guy's trying to get to his clock out time and and trying to go home and probably enjoy his Christmas break. But if you're this trans activist, it's like no one can be more upset than me. No one can be more aggrieved. I'm the one who's the victim. And it's ridiculous. And it's this victim mentality that is, and and, you know, I, I watched the Chris Rock special a while ago and there was one part of it that really stuck out to me. He said, it's like we have the waiting room at the hospital, the emergency room is full of people with paper cuts. Like everybody wants it so bad. Everybody wants to say, I'm the one hurting. And 
therefore people are reading into all of these things. Now, speaking of this, as we talk about this activist generation, we were discussing how a group, and it's actually funded by this organization, Jetpack, and they planned to protest Israel at the Holocaust Museum in D.C. And this is from Sister Tolja on Red State, but she looked into Jetpack. It's a Muslim political advocacy group, and they were supporting the Doctors Against Genocide. Doctors Against Genocide. Douglas Murray today was on Fox and he's like, everybody's against genocide. All all of these people want to act like, again, it's the moral high ground. Like, no, 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 I'm against this. It takes me back to COVID. Like, I don't want to kill my grandma. You obviously do, which we can see. But they're against genocide, just so you know. There's actually one group who is pro-genocide that never gets talked about. And that would be... Very true. Someone should have brought that up to Douglas Murray. Um, Yeah, so this group, Doctors Against Genocide, anti-Israel group, and they decide to, they're going to have an event, stop the genocide in Gaza, and they're going to have it at the Holocaust Memorial Museum in D.C. And of course, this elicits outrage. And the Holocaust Museum had a great response where they said, don't exploit the Holocaust. Just, and that's the part I love about it is the Holocaust Museum does not have to come out. They can if they want to. They don't have to come out and explain the history of Zionism, the history of Israel, the history of the, history of, um, the persecution of the Jewish people. They could if they wanted to. But to just say that is enough. Don't exploit this for your political activism. That's not what it's here for. The Holocaust Memorial Museum is not here for your photo ops with Cory Bush and Ilhan Omar. Okay? That's not the purpose of it. So this group then comes out and says that they're changing the event. We made a decision to cancel the event. We will be announcing future events with more detailed communication. And one of the reasons they said was it was distorted by bad faith actors. Like yours truly. That's me. Bad faith actor. That's what I went to my thespian school for to become a bad faith actor. And... This drives me crazy, Jared, because it's like, okay, so now after all this, we're supposed to, you're so smart that you know all the answers to how we're going to fix what's going on in the Middle East, right? That's how smart all these people are. But you're so dumb at the same time that you didn't understand how going to the Holocaust Memorial Museum might offend people, how that might not be uh, taken in the best way. You can't be both. You cannot be both. If you're smart enough that you think your demands and your ideology and your agenda in regards to Israel versus Hamas needs to be taken into account by the president of the United States and by every other country in the world. If you're that smart, then you can't also be that dumb. Where you had no idea that people would be upset that we were going to have an event inside the Holocaust Memorial Museum. That Did people not like that? And it's not because of bad faith actors. It's because you are all morons. Doctors Against Genocide, a group of, clearly a group of morons, if you didn't understand how that wasn't going to play well. I would not want any of these doctors operating on me. I will say that right now. I wouldn't even go to one of these doctors for a checkup. That's, that's how little I think of their mental capacity. If you don't understand how this is going to cause outrage. 844-500-4242. And Jared, it kind of goes along with... The funny cuts that I mentioned, which luckily Matt here is a whiz and he was able to find them very quickly. This is Ryan Long. He's a comedian and he sums up the problem with these activists. This is cut six. 
Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I was born with the ability to solve geopolitical issues even though I'm not able to solve any of the problems in my own life. You tell me you're supposed to pay taxes every couple years? Every year? Solve the Middle East, Ukraine, Russia, inflation, unemployment. All without being able to keep a job myself. Or a relationship. Or keep a pet without having it die. Okay, could you just not cut off my card today, though? This is all I think of when I see people sitting on the highway. And they're, like, stopping people from going to work. I'm like, oh, you're going to fix the climate? You're going to fix the climate? You can't even get yourself out of the middle of the road to let people go to their jobs? Oh, you're going to fix what's going on in the Middle East? Really? And yet I have to somehow pay for your student loan debt? No, no, no. How about you start paying your own bills and then you fix what's going on in the Middle East? Let's take it one step at a time. Let's play the other one, Jared. This is cut seven. Solving geopolitics is actually easy. What's hard is getting to my coffee shop gig on time and now my boss won't give me any shifts. I've never eaten a vegetable. But more importantly, I don't really have time to deal with all that mumbo jumbo right now because I'm focused on bigger problems like what to do with the world economy. I am an alcoholic, which has caused pretty severe problems in my life. I was doing AA, but it was cutting into me solving most of the world's problems, so I didn't really have time for that. Just wrote a post solving homelessness. I personally, as you know, have been living with my mom in my 30s, so I technically have solved homelessness for myself. Did you realize you have to keep putting oil into a car like over and over again, like all the time? It's not just a one-time thing, yeah. They'd, they'd like you to believe it's a one-time thing, but it's not. And if you look at this and you can take it, you can zoom out a little bit, right? And it applies to our whole government, like the arrogance of people. I was on Newsmax yesterday with Carl Higby and uh, one of the guests on the panel had said, there's so much arrogance involved here. With these politicians and these progressives, they think they're going to solve all these problems and they can't do the most basic things. And that plays really well into our next topic, which is Rand Paul's Festivus list. $900 billion in wasteful government spending. We're going to tell you exactly where all of your money went to. So thank you. Thank you, everybody, for your contributions to the Festivus list. We'll be right back with that. We'll take your calls. 844-500-4242. Plus, Jared, don't let me forget this. I've got a new tactic for the journalists out there trying to get an answer out of Joe Biden. Don't go anywhere. Follow Grace on Twitter at G underscore Curly. This is The Grace Curley Show. Welcome back, everyone, to The Grace Curley Show. It's time for the poll question, which is brought to you by the Nauset Beach Inn. Right now, you can stay at the Nauset Beach Inn for under $200 this winter. To reserve your pet-friendly ocean view room, go to NaussetBeachInn.com. That's NaussetBeachInn.com. Jared, what is the poll question, and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at GraceCurleyShow.com, is have you cut the cord? Yes, recently. Yes, for a while. Not yet, but I plan to, or no? No. I mean, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading one of the texters here who said, um, everyone's trying to give me everyone's trying to give me tips, or really trying to give my husband tips on how you can watch the Bruins without having to sign back on for cable. I'm here to tell you guys, whatever you're sending in, he's heard it before. Like, th- there's, there's plenty of options out there that he's worked through. We're just trying to figure out 
which one is the best option? Which one were how much money we're willing to spend to watch the Bruins? For me, the number is zero. But if it makes him happy, I say blank check if if it means getting the Bruins. But I appreciate all of the tips here. I've thought of all of them though. Don't worry about that. But yes, Jared, I have cut the cord. Forty eight percent say yes for a while. Twenty seven percent say no. Twenty percent say not yet, but they plan to, and five percent say they have recently cut the cord. You know, 603 was uh, texting in, Jared, about a comment I made in the last segment about these activists who they they want us to believe they're so smart they can fix all these problems. But now that um, not just Jewish people, but people everywhere are offended that Doctors Against Genocide was planning a protest at the Holocaust Museum. Now they're trying to play dumb. And I said, you can't play dumb and smart at the same time. And 603 said, if you're that smart, you can't be that dumb. That's giving me credit for that. I don't want to be Claudine Gay here. I don't want to be like the embattled president of Harvard. I believe that quote, and I tried to find the correct person to attribute it to. I believe that iconic line comes from Bethany Frankel from Real Housewives of New York City on Bravo. That's the most adequate citation I can give for that quote. But I don't want credit for it, Jared, because I don't partake in duplicative language. Okay, let it be known that if I'm using a quote, I'm giving proper citations. Integrity is what the Grace Kelly Show stands for. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we stand for something. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Let's have it be. Today, it's integrity. Um, So there's a story out about how Rand Paul, this is from News Nation now, it says, Rand Paul unveils Festivus list of $900 billion in wasteful government spending. I always love these kind of lists because it's frightening to know what our money's going to. Because you might have thought, oh, yeah, I bought, what did I buy for Christmas gifts this year? I bought my daughter a sweater. I bought my son a new water bottle. You know, you bought so many things. You have no idea. $900 billion worth of crap that I'm about to fill you in on. It says Senator Rand Paul, Senator and doctor, by the way, Rand Paul, has released a list of what he asserts to be wasteful government projects. So this is, he thinks this stuff's wasteful, Jared. You know what I say to that? I'll let you be the judge. Line items highlighting $900 billion in what he deems as government spending waste in his festivist report amid massive government spending and escalating deficits. Uh, The annual report starts with images of Barbie dolls submitted by scammers attempting to obtain COVID-19 relief funds from the Paycheck Protection Program. Other expenses highlighted were $659 billion for national debt interest, Six million for boosting Egyptian tourism. Could Bob Menendez be reached for comment? The National Institute of Health spending a portion of $2.7 million grant to study Russian cats walking on a treadmill. And the $33 million for Dr. Fauci's state-owned research that we'll talk about when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio. Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way out of that. A new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. I haven't really given much thought to this, because the reason we were pulling the Festivus sounds was to go over Rand Paul's 
list of wasteful government spending, which I have no doubt will be very entertaining, slash infuriating, which is what Festivus is all about. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. But Jared, do you have any grievances that have been on your mind? Any Anything that's bothering you that you want to let out before we head into the new year? I mean, the decline of America since we were occupied by an invading force three years ago in a color revolution bothers me, but... Anything else, though? No, not really. <laughs> Besides other that, that... Other than that, eh, you know, I'm good. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think... Um, no, you know what? I will say that the most frustrated I probably get in a day is at some point when I'm driving. Most of my grievances probably have to do with driving. And I don't get that mad, but it infuriates me when people stop to look at an accident. It infuriates me how people in this state, and probably, I I don't know, maybe it's just in this state, but it could be elsewhere as well, don't know how to merge. Like, that drives me nuts. It's a zipper. I go, you go. I go, you go. I go, you go. And every day I hit the same section of my drive where the person in front of me goes... The person, the next person goes, and then the person behind them wants to go right behind them. And I'm like, what do you not get about this equation? It's very one, 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 one. If we all did that, the zipper would form. There would be no problems. Why can't you just let us do that? And it's selfishness. That's what it is. It's selfishness. But yeah, besides that, uh, nothing's really coming to mind. You know what, though? Maybe I'll think about it. Maybe I'll think about things. Because I know I say things all the time that drive me crazy. I just don't keep it running tab, which is maybe what I'll do this next year. That will be part of my New Year's resolution. Keep a running list of things that drive me crazy. Now, let's get back to some of the spending here, though. It says other expenses highlighted. Like I said, $659 billion, as Biden would say, billion with a B, for national debt interest, $6 million for boosting Egyptian tourism, the National Institute of Health spending a portion of a $2.7 million grant to study Russian cats walking on a treadmill. $2.7 million. Is there a way that next year we could just spend $2 million on that and then I could get the point seven? Is that a possibility? I'm not saying we got to I'm not saying squash the whole study. I'm sure I'm not a scientist. OK, I'm sure it's above my pay grade. I'm sure what they're studying is important. Hey, those Russian cats are going to help Zelensky win this war. OK, any amount of money is worth it. But is it two point seven million dollars worth it? I could go with two, but I just think the point seven is where we get a little bit over the top. And then this last one, $33 million for the operation of Dr. Anthony Fauci's state-owned research island of 3,000 monkeys. Should I to be taller than somebody. Should I read that again? Yes, please do. $33 million for the operation of Dr. <laughs> Anthony Fauci's state-owned research island of 3,000 monkeys. Why would you give him monkeys after we know what he did to beagles? Well, that's a really good question because it does talk about Labradors. So this is from News Nation Now. It says the report notes the Small Business Administration granted $200 million to struggling musicians like Post Malone, Chris Brown, and Lil Wayne. Additionally, an unknown sum was allocated to the USDA's dog walking research during the summer. Researchers found the Labrador's fur fur color did not affect their body temperatures after a hot summer's walk. That's it. That's the taxpayer-funded cutting-edge 
study, Rand Paul wrote in the report. The The Agricultural Research Service at the USDA, which funded the study at Southern Illinois University, gets $1.7 billion a year from Congress, but it's unknown how much the hot dog study cost the taxpayer. So we're watching to see if the dog's fur collar changes with their body temperature. You know what's funny about this is you hear a lot of, like oftentimes you'll hear of a study, Jared, and you'll think, who who gave that the okay? But I guess if it's all on the taxpayer's dime, it's like, why not? Let's study everything. Yeah, it's like when, you know, somebody gives you a gift card to a restaurant. It's like, eh, you know what? Yeah, let's get the wine. Let's get an appetizer. Yeah, you get let's real get bold. a second appetizer. Yeah, maybe we'll get the souffle. Yeah. It's, you know, you get an endless credit card. Yeah, let's get it all. And it's amazing because none of these people, like Fauci or any of these bureaucrats, would spend a dime of their own money on any of this. Nor should they. Because it's such important research that, of course, we should be footing the bill. But they love... They love to spend our money. They're so generous with our money. It's unbelievable. Anthony Fauci's not going to use his own money to have sand flies eat the heads of dogs, Grace. Come on. Yeah, that that's up to us. A horrible human being. That's all I want to say. <laughs> that That's my grievance. Anthony Fauci, as, as a person, that's my grievance. That's not a bad one. That's not a bad one at all. Um, and I think a lot of people would agree with you. You know what else is a grievance of mine? And I've I mentioned this before, Jared, one of my pet peeves, and there's so many things that drive me crazy about this administration, but if I had to boil it down to one, it would be hearing from younger members of the Biden administration about how fit and... That is a good one. And with it, an agile Joe Biden is. Like, if I have to hear about how I can't even keep up with him, I'm only 35 and I can't keep up with this guy. There's a lot of lies that you guys shove down my throat every single day, but that one makes me gag. That one I can no longer swallow. You need to stop with that. If you're 35 years old and you find yourself struggling, in the words of Joe Namath, struggling to keep up with an 81-year-old man being led around by an Easter bunny, then we have a big problem here. Well, you have struggling. It says Paul's report further notes that government debt has surged to $34 trillion this year, up from $30 trillion the previous year. The report blames members of both parties in Congress who voted to raise the debt ceiling. Paul asserts that Americans bear the consequences through inflation and interest rates. He said as Congress spends to reward its favored industries and pet projects, literally pet projects with these dogs, The American taxpayers are forced to pay the price through record high inflation and crippling interest rates. Paul's 2022 report broke down $482 in wasteful spending. I think that's when we first heard about the Beagles, right? Yeah, that that came up. Yeah, so uh, more wasteful spending this festivist season. And I don't think anyone's, I don't think anyone is surprised by this. And uh, keep in mind that this is all on Joe Biden's watch because a lot of these reporters, these journalists, they consider it Joe Biden's wallet. They actually, they were, I think it was the Washington, I don't want to, don't quote me on that. One reporter had one time called it, Jared, like Joe Biden's wallet. Like Joe Biden opens up his wallet. It's our wallet. It's our wallet. We are paying for this nonsense. And And the most offensive part is, 
that when you look at what's happening on the border, you have historic illegal immigration flooding into this country. The numbers that they've seen now at the end of December are record breaking. And if the Republicans even suggest, as meekly as they might suggest it, that we start paying to secure our own border, we start using some of this money, maybe we'll take away a little bit of money from the uh, Russian cats walking on treadmills and a little bit of the money we're sending to Ukraine. Maybe we can direct some of that towards securing our border. Whoa, no, no, no. All of a sudden, these, all of a sudden, Jared, these people who spend money like it's going out of style, they really start crunching the numbers when it comes to something that would help the American people. They're like, oh, spend money on securing our border that would protect people and make the country safer. I don't think we have it in the budget. Maybe, here's an idea. Could we get the Russian cats to be walking on treadmills near the border and then perhaps we could get more money allocated for that issue? If, if there were Russian cats involved... If we had the Labradors being walked back and forth on the border, could we send more money to this problem? I mean, it's hot down there. The, the Labrador study just makes sense. Yeah. Will their fur change colors? We shall see. But no, any, anything that might make our lives better, everyone starts uh, pinching pennies at that point. I just don't think it's in the budget. I do apologize, maybe next year. But for right now, no. We have an island full of monkeys that Dr. Fauci is studying, and that's really, that's taken up a big chunk this year. But check back with us next year if America still exists. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll circle back on this, to quote Jen Psaki, former press secretary for Joe Biden. Uh, 844-500-4242. You know what, though? I'm going to end it early today because we're going to bring on Taylor for the crossover. And if you're going to talk about grievances with anyone, it should be Taylor. The man has more grievances than he does records, Jared. He, everything I say to him, I could be any topic in the world. I showed him my new water bottle that I got for Christmas, right? And I said, yeah, it's cool because the bottom of it fits in the cup holder. And you know what he said to me? Here's the problem with cup holders. He went into a whole thing. He just had it at the top of his head, ready to go. He has a problem with cup holders. So I don't think he'll have any issue coming up with some grievances. We will be right back with Taylor Cormier. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Grace Curley Show. This is The Grace Curley Show. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> I will always love that clip. I wonder if he went in went into that knowing I don't know this person's name. It's so great. Um, all right, so the 
car crossover is now the Cormier crossover for this week, and global unrest is battering the food supply chain and the energy markets. It's incumbent on you to be prepared, so get ready with ReadyWise. Go to ReadyWise.com and use code HOWIE20 to get 20% off your next purchase. That's code HOWIE20 to get 20% off your next purchase. Joining us is the mayor of Grievance Town, Taylor Cormier. And Taylor, happy, happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you. Now, do you have any issues with people? I know it's not technically Festivus, but Rand Paul came out with his list of wasteful government spending, and therefore I thought it was appropriate to talk about. I don't have any off the top of my head, but like you said, you just name anything and I probably have a problem with something concerning that. You mentioned your new cup. It's a nice new mug. I like it. It's a great tall mug. <laughs> and now now we get the Taylor Cormier, but... But... As I said, because you said it fits in, it, the bottom is shaped for it to fit in a cup holder. The problem with cup holders in cars nowadays, I've discovered, is that they have, they're like set into the console. They're not on the surface anymore. They're set into the console. So there's border walls. There's big, beautiful border walls in the consoles. I saw them. I said, look at these border walls. Look at these beautiful border walls. They're great, but they don't let the handles fit into the cup holder. You can't have a big cup. You can't have a big, beautiful mug, like a big Trump mug. But you can't have... Have you tried putting this into your... This looks like a big enough... It does enough. because the handle's up high enough. The but handle I, is up I, I high enough. I do know what you're saying. But other ones, the, the walls, the walls are too high. What do you think of the color of this? It's refreshing. It's encouraging. I it's wasn't inviting. sure if I was going to exchange it for a different color. I decided to keep it. Okay, now I have a question for you, though. Because mm-hmm. you said if I bring something up, you probably have a grievance with it. One thing that people might not know about you is you do a lot of singing on the weekends. You do gigs. That's what you like to call them. And... I have to imagine that someone with so much pent up frustration about everything that when you get up there to sing, are there any things that the audience would ever do? Or is there anything about performing that sets you off or that in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, that's bugging me. Um, people singing along, maybe. No, it's fine when people sing along. I, I always joke if, if you know the words and you like the song and you want to sing along, forget about it. I hate group singing. That's an old joke. But uh, if you want to sing along, that's fine. Um, if it, it annoys me if it's one person close to me that can't carry a tune in a bucket, and it really throws me off. Yeah. Because I can hear them over the music that's being played, and it, it just throws me off. So if everybody's in tune, fine. But if it's just that one person and they can't sing... Please don't. Now, you just finished up the holidays. And I usually play that one off by uh, telling them, I know the words, thank you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And they'll laugh and they'll stop. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if if you ever get that, you're at one of Taylor's shows, (laughs) you know what he's telling you. Um, Now, we just finished up the holidays. We just finished up Christmas. Uh, We still have New Year's, but Christmas is the big one. You you do a lot of, uh, you know, you see a lot of different people. You go to a lot of different parties. Do you have any grievances? Because I know you don't care. I know that your family watches, your wife watches. You don't seem to have any problem throwing people under the bus. No, Um, I tell them. Yeah, you're very honest. So did you have any grievances over Christmas? Christmas is still ongoing, okay? So I, I come in with I come in with this complaint every year, and I talk to Grace about it every year about, in the green room or in her office. Just my frustration with the planning of Christmas events because there's two different sides of the family, right? And on one side, there's 
multiple facets of that family. There's cousins and whatnot. And the other side, it's a very small side of the family. So the side, my side, we have cousins. So my immediate family, they just want to get together by themselves and then do a separate event with all my cousins and my aunt. And it's just, we're all going to be at that other one. Why can't we just do that one instead of planning this other little small secret private Christmas? You want to consolidate. Consolidate. And you know, some of my family, they don't have kids, so they don't understand how much of a hassle it is to plan things and get out of the house and sacrifice yet another big portion of our weekend to this other get-together that's completely unnecessary because we just saw you people. We just saw you people. You know and what I'm, really grinds my gears? I'm out people of... People in the 19th century. Why don't they get with the freaking program? <laughs> I used It's up... called an automobile, folks. I used up all my conversation with you last week. I've got nothing new to add. Well, if they didn't understand it before, they might now. I've told them all this. <laughs> and I'll tell them, uh, you know, if, if we're like on the phone chatting and I'm going to see them next week and it's just like, hey, I just want to uh, update you on something. They go, oh, what else is new? I'm going to see you in a week. I'll tell you then. Like, let me reserve my updates on my social life for you till that point. Okay. Okay, anything else? Any issues with the food? Any gripes with the, the food. menu? No, I won't insult somebody's cooking. That's where he draws the line. I'm glad you, uh, man's got to have a code. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were nice enough to invite us over and feed us. I'm not going to insult your cooking. But if you wanted to, you could. Yeah. If, if, if you know, wait, wait. got into your head. Go ahead, Jared, play my yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is our new sound cut. Ask the, ask, the yeah. que- ask the question again. If you wanted to, you could come up with some insults. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Taylor, you're no, filling I in. The boiled pop tarts were fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> you're the, filling in for Howie today. Deep fried boiled pop tarts. You've got a great show planned. Another four hours ahead of you. Yes, thank you. Always reminding me of how long the show is. I love to keep that in mind. What yeah, do you got planned for us? There's a lot going on. There's some transgender news. You saw that uh, the video of the Delta employee. Yes, that man we did is play that. Yeah. My personal hero. For dealing it with it in a much more professional manner than I would. He was basically, he what he was really trying to say was, if you want to step outside, we can step outside. Right. And I don't Catch think. Catch me outside. How about that? Exactly. Taylor Cormier quoting Bad Bobby. Never thought I'd see the day. That's her name? I think that's how it's pronounced. I okay. could be wrong. Taylor's coming up next. Don't miss the show. We'll be back tomorrow, everybody, for Friday Junior. See you then.